challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Imagine that you have been watching with me and probably with the same kind of disgust that I feel the revelations of Harvey Weinstein's misdeeds out in Hollywood. I imagine that you've heard that he has abused women for many years and that many of those women didn't know who they could turn to for help and that some of the men who knew, uh, you know, covered it up or uh, helped him conceal it or just didn't know what to do. I imagine your stomach has been turned as mine has. I imagine you've been disgusted by the entire situation. And I want to talk about this in this podcast and talk about what it might mean for us and and what we should be learning from it. You know, I'm no expert on Hollywood and its culture. I do have a lot of friends who work in Hollywood who are middle level managers or producers or directors or things of that nature. And um, most of them being Christians, most of them being moral people, um, they have talked to me about the culture of Hollywood and they've said some pretty startling things that I frankly can't verify as to whether they're true or not. But um, I, I don't think these men, these men and women would lie to me, uh, but they have said that in Hollywood, sexual favors as a ticket punch, as a uh, path to or as ascension, as a access, as a means of access to uh, greater exposure is a, is a standard feature. Uh, one, one producer said to me, if, um, if a young man is rising in Hollywood, um, he's uh, having sex with older men in order for that to happen. Uh, I've had lots of women tell me that, uh, of course, the casting couch, the the insistence that uh, women uh, pr- produce, um, uh, you know, produce sexually for older men who are the gatekeepers of power, uh, you know, is, is axiomatic, that it's standard, that it's assumed, that it's that it's what's expected. I was saddened to hear one of my favorite actresses, Emma Thompson, say that she spent most of her 20s trying to get older men's tongues out of her mouth. I mean, this is, from what I understand, much of the uh, sordid underbelly of Hollywood. It may not be that that bad. It may be worse, but that's at least what I'm told. And when I when I ponder this and, and think about it culture wide, I have to say that uh, this this speaks to and and is a real I think mo- turning point um, for our society when it comes to a definition of manhood, because any noble definition of manhood has to include a belief. That men are here, men are commissioned, men are created by God, men are in place in part to protect women and to treat them as special vessels. Now, I know that not all my listeners are Christians, and I'm not expecting you to be, and I'm glad that you listen to what I have to say, despite the fact you don't share my faith. That is not a prerequisite for listening to this podcast or being part of the great man movement. But I but I am using some Christian and scriptural language there. Um, I love women. I cherish women. I want women to achieve. I say often that I am uh, as close to a Christian feminist as 
as the scripture allows me to be. I believe in the ascent of women. I believe in uh, women exerting leadership in our society. I don't think scripture restricts women near as much as traditional interpretations sometimes view. And I think that I come to that view uh, not by denying scripture, but by reading scripture, by believing scripture, by interpreting scripture, uh, I believe properly. I certainly believe uh, that that women can accomplish almost anything in this society uh, that God has called them to accomplish or they have the capability to accomplish. At the same time, I'm a man who doesn't focus so much on women and their attainments. I focus on men and their responsibilities and the duties and the definition of noble manhood. And I believe that any noble definition of manhood, any true, righteous, um, even historic view of manhood has got to include the belief that a man's role in this world is in part about protecting women. And I would go beyond that to say protecting the weak, which includes children, which includes the elderly. Um, that is why God has given men strength. That is why God has given men um, physical ability. I mean, the average man in the world, uh, just of average strength and average condi- conditioning, can probably dominate 90% of the women in the world. I don't say that to put women down. I say that as, as, as a statement of how ridiculous it is that we might have some kind of strength or physical competition between the genders, um, or to believe that a society can be um, noble and righteous and democratic and fair and just where women are not protected. Of course, women have to be protected. Like I say, just the average man on the street, the average man in the world um, could, if he turned barbaric, dominate most of the women on the planet. If we're speaking purely physically, if we're not talking about weapons or, you know, the, the exceptional martial arts trained woman and so on. And I'm, I'm not saying that to put women down. I'm saying that as, as a statement of what a society must have. Think about it. A society must have a value system in which men physically protect women, not limit them, not dominate them, but protect them. And that, of course, includes um, not demanding sex, not treating them as sex objects, not abusing them sexually. I'll have to tell you that one of the most disgusting statistics I know in our generation is that 20% of the girls who go to American colleges and universities are sexually abused. Now, that that's astonishing. Most of the abuse is being done by young men, obviously. And um, it, that's that just speaks to the to a certain barbarianism amongst men today. But we've got to come home to the idea and the great man vision uh, that this podcast is based on is built on the idea that men have a calling and have a role in defending and protecting uh, in safeguarding women. It has to happen for the young. It has to happen for older women. It has to happen for the elderly. If it does not happen, we will live in a barbarian society. We will live in a society in which women are uh, completely dominated, completely abused, and treated basically as chattel. Now, I want to say quickly, you can imagine that since I'm a Christian, I'm not a not a big subscriber or a subscriber at all uh, to the evolutionary view of human history. I certainly believe there's an, there is evolution within species. We can get into that in detail some other time. Um, but but I but I do not believe uh, in an evolutionary Darwinian 
Darwinian understanding, first of all, of human biology, but second of all, um, a, a belief in the survival of the fittest as the uh, guide for human conduct. In a world in which there's only survival of the fittest and the, in a world in which only the strong dominate, uh, women are treated like chattel. Uh, women are treated, are, are, are owned. Women are dominated, which has happened in our history, obviously, in, in the history of the world. But uh, a, a moral vision for manhood, a righteous vision for manhood, a godly vision for manhood uh, contains the idea that part of the role of men in the world is to defend and protect women. And I want to tell you that that's been dramatically uh, undercut in our society by a number of forces. Um, one is the bitterness that some men feel towards women because women are ascending, because, because women are uh, asserting their rights, because women are accomplishing things in this world. And that's just that's just vanity and bitterness that needs to be dealt with in the heart of man. But I'll tell you another one that I think is even uh, is even more a greater factor, and that is pornography. Uh, if, if, if a man immerses himself from a young age to adulthood in pornography, he is going to see women as objects. He's going to see women as a collection of body parts. He's going to watch porn and see whimpering women who are weak and dominated. Um, and, and they're just to service men. And this is going to seep into that man's soul and shape his understanding of, uh, of what he is, uh, of what a woman is to him. Um, I was reading this morning an article about a fairly prominent preacher, I won't mention his name, um, who had, had been dismissed from the movement he started, now has revved back up again and is, is in some prominent media and has started a church in a southern state. And um, his references to women are pornographic. They, they come from the pornography of our culture, even if this man has not immersed himself um, in pornography himself. I mean, he speaks of women as, as penis holders. I mean, literally this is a phrase he uses and, and he speaks in very pornographic terms and, and, uh, talks about God's will being for women to give oral sex. I mean, this is a vision of womanhood that comes from pornography, men dominated women, women servicing their men, um, women as a collection of body parts and obligated to sexual service. Now, let me say very quickly, I believe in full and exciting sexual lives between husbands and wives. And I am grateful for that gift from God. So don't hear me being a, pu- a prude. Whatever a husband and wife uh, agree to that's not immoral and doesn't involve other people or animals or children or any kind of wacko thing like that um, is is perfectly great. I'm all for oral sex in a consenting situation. I'm all for a, a thriving sex life. So don't hear me being anti-sex. I'm all for sex in marriage. Uh, may you have a glorious sex life to with your spouse. However, porn objectifies women, to use the, the, the term they use on the campuses. Porn treats women as sexual objects. Porn, porn teaches men that women are to be dominated, are to be taken, are to be mastered, are to be forced. And that's a lot of what's going on in our society. Uh, porn is what makes a man uh, feel up a woman on a crowded subway. Porn is what makes a man uh, say nasty things to a waitress. Porn is what uh, makes a man um, just just be abusive when to his secretary or or when a woman wants a job to insist that she perform some sex act for him. Uh, porn objectifies women, makes them appear subservient, and teaches the man that his role is sexual dominance, that that's, that that's appropriate, that that's right, that women want it. And it, it is a complete perversion of the truth. 
And so the Harvey Weinstein revelations are ones we should take seriously. And I have to put this question before you guys who listen to this podcast, because I, I believe it's an important one. If, if we do not have a, a vision and an understanding and a lifestyle of noble manhood, righteous manhood, um, valiant manhood, great manhood, as we call it around here uh, in our society, then won't women simply be dominated by porn infused barbarian men who, in essence, rape, pillage and dominate women um, for their own aggrandizement? Isn't that isn't that what we're sending our daughters into? Isn't that what our wives live in? Isn't that what we're helping create? I believe that great manhood, valiant manhood, the manhood we talk about in this podcast and that I write about in my books and that I speak about all over the world and that others are, are trying to encourage, I believe that great manhood understands itself as being a God-given gift in part to women because valiant men defend, protect, and honor women, not as weaker vessels. Yes, that's what scripture says, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. Yes, I've already made the case that they're often phys- primarily physically weaker, but that they are special vessels to be honored, to be cherished. And that's why they're protect- protected, uh, not because they're defective, but because they are spe- to be specially honored. We honor the president. We protect him. We honor uh, an older person who's accomplished great things. We help them up the stairs. We stand guard for them. We mow their yard. We help them with things. Why? Because they're of special honor. Well, that's the way it is with women. And if we don't have an attitude that cherishes women, that cherishes them, cares for them, protects them, carries things for them, keeps them from molestation then I tell you what, we're going to have a barbarian society and um, it's we're going to be turning the clock back to, you know, what we think of as being the caveman days. Valiant men, noble men, cherish, protect, encourage, guard, and serve as guardian coaches of women. And I love that vision. And I don't know a woman in the world who wouldn't welcome that from a man who is well-intentioned and doing it and not just doing it as a trade-off for services rendered. Have a great sex life with your spouse. But to molest women, to speak nasty to them, to to touch them when you are when it's not within the context of an appropriate relationship, uh, to objectify them, to engage in nasty, what we sometimes call locker room language uh, to them or to others. All of that, by the way, as a Christian, I don't mind saying it's sin, but speaking in non-Christian terms, it diminishes manhood. It threatens women and it perverts our society. So let's be the men we're called to be, and let's gain a vision for protecting and standing with women. Don't let Harvey Weinstein's exist in your world. Deal with it. Deal with it like a man. Protect women from it. And by the way, part of that is teaching women uh, how to be safe. My wife, Bev, is a sweet uh, woman, and she's a strong personality, and I love that. But I often have to say to her, honey, think about the situation you might be putting yourself in there. I know you just want to go out to the park, but think about you sitting on a blanket it by yourself 15 miles from uh, from anybody else. Think about that. In other words, I have to help her uh, to, to protect herself. That's part of what a valiant and noble man does. Be that kind of man. And let's encourage that culture amongst our sons and amongst our friends and in our culture as a whole. To join the great man community, 
or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 